Blog Talk Radio. Okay, Leah. Okay, I was expecting a new intro this evening, but I guess I'll jump right in. Okay. Blog Talk Radio's Mind, Body, Spirit, You monthly channel live. I'm very excited tonight because we have returned to my favorite trio, which means that Dodie is joining us again as well as Laura. So hello, Dodie. Hello, Laura. Hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi. It's so nice to have both of you here tonight. I'm excited to have all three of us again. We missed your calm, soothing meditations and input on our last channel, Dodie, so I'm happy to have you again. Oh, thanks. It's really nice to be here with both of you. I'm blessed. Wonder- Wonderful. I'm very excited to move into tonight's channel. It's always something inspiring and beautiful and spontaneous, which I suppose is the best part because we don't ever know it's coming, but it's always exactly what we needed. So I'm excited about that too. I also want to remind everybody that you can call in if you have anything to relate to the channel or any questions about Spirit's information as it's coming through. And you can call 646-595-2385. And we also wanted to invite you to call in if you listened to last month's channel and you took the challenge and give us your feedback of how the challenge went for you. And would you like to say a little bit about what the channel came across as to you, ladies? Sure, yeah. It was um, quite interesting the way they gave us that image of how to journey through the mind and all the different pathways when we have an experience in life and then the thought comes up and then it has the opportunity to choose whether that thought will be carried through a fearful interpretation of the experience or if you can rise above the fear and choose a pathway that's more spiritually oriented. And so they kind of challenged us to do that this, well, I want to say this past month, to see if we had an experience that challenged us or brought up some old way of reacting and if we were able to realize what we were doing and choose not to go in that direction, whether it be anger or fear or doubt or insecurity. And um, so I am curious to know if anybody actually took the challenge and how they did with it. So if anybody really did, I would love to hear from you. Awesome. I know I took the challenge. <laughs> I think I've been on that challenge for quite some time now, and it's always always interesting and stimulating and an awesome challenge to take. And I just want to let everybody know, if you for some reason haven't heard last month's channel and you're interested in finding out more information about the challenge, you want to listen to it directly, you can look at your home screen and you'll see uh, when all the paragraph is written out, you see Laura Morante, her name is an actual link to her home screen where you will find uh, archive of all of our channels. And the last channel was February 28th. So please do help yourself to listen to that channel and join us on the conscious challenge that we've all joined in on together we welcome you to do so. And I think, Dodie, if you want to get us started with a little meditation to move into before we start the channel, be awesome. I'd love to, Leah. And I, and I just want to say, let me just make sure I'm not on mute. You can hear me, right? So yeah. I just want to say I took that challenge as well, and immediately Spirit gave me a beautiful example with which to shift my perspective and change the path that I was going down. And and as I did, although it was challenging to change my reaction, the support I felt, the loving support and compassion from spirit was was just beautiful. And it let me see that when when we do take these challenges to to redirect our reactions were very, very supported. And that's 
that's where I'd like to lead us in the meditation tonight. So I'd like to invite everybody to just settle in where you are. Find a comfortable space, a chair, or laying down, or whatever it is that you're comfortable. And just take a deep breath into that space. Take a deep breath, breathing into the belly and expanding the chest. And then just letting that breath go. And as you release that breath, close your eyes. Close your eyes now and take another long, deep breath into the belly, expanding the chest. And then as you release that breath, let go a little bit. Release a little tension. Any amount is perfect. Just let it go. And once again, this time, taking a deep breath into the belly and expanding the chest. And as you do, just visualize the heart center opening, opening, opening to receive, opening wide. And as you release that breath, lean back, lean back into the arms of spirit. Lean back into the compassion of spirit. Allow yourself to be held, to be hugged. Allow your higher self to surround you and remind you you are completely connected and indescribably loved. And allow your heart center to stay open Trusting that spirit has so much for you tonight. And with that, I hand it over to Laura. Allow yourself to begin to recognize the energy and how it feels when you engage it. The energy is who you are. The energy is what connects you to the divine, what connects you to spirit, what defines who you are. And so you want to allow yourself to realize that you are a part of the energy, that it is not something separate from you, but rather that you are that energy and you are the energy creating your experience and you are in the midst of bringing yourselves to a higher frequency when it comes to the energy, that each of you are capable of expanding into a much more illuminating way of existing here as human beings. You want to hear this tonight of all nights. You want to know that you do not have to give in to the structure that is in place that is currently defining the human experience. There are so many of you, so many of you at odds with your own life, with your own experience, and you feel the discomfort. You feel the intolerance, if you will, to the status quo, to the way things have been, and yet you don't understand it. You don't understand why what used to be enough just doesn't feel like enough anymore. What used to work just doesn't seem like it's working anymore. And you take these feelings, these ideas, these um, insights, in inspirations and you wonder where they're coming from because they don't make any sense to you. They don't make sense why this life that once felt so fulfilling is now so far from fulfilling that what used to seem easy to attain just seems so much harder. And yet you feel as though you've been doing your best, you've been following along with a sense of integrity in your actions, and you wonder why it is you are not being rewarded for your efforts at trying to exist in a state of integrity. The human ego has that sense that, well, if I do live with a sense of integrity, well, then I am entitled to some 
some support here as the human being that I am, that I somehow should receive some gifts from spirit that would make my life easier. <laughs> and what we say to that is that is that is definitely a human inclination, not one that comes from the soul. The soul really doesn't often look for the easy way out. The soul is the part of you that brings forth the challenges, that challenges you to see the human inclination and yet choose the soulful direction, regardless of the perceived ramifications of that. It is something we speak of often, and often you wonder why we continually repeat these kinds of (laughs) illuminations. And we say to you, because the human form itself is dense. It is dense. It is densely populated energetically with an inclination to remain attached to the material, to remain connected to the physical, to... Stay directed by the logical interpretation of life. And what we do when we bring this information forth is remind you that there are other ways of being, that there are other aspects of your potential energy that, if tapped into, can shift your experience. You all look for the ways to make your life easier. You all try to figure out what it is you can be doing to feel more fulfilled in your life. And you do try this and that, and you engage these new experiences thinking, well, maybe if I try something, something will fit. And that certainly is the way to explore the possibilities available to you. And that is the way to create change in your life. It is a willingness to try something new. It is a willingness to see your life in a way that you have never seen it before. You've always looked at life through those individual eyes. Not many of you have ever truly tried to take yourself out of your state of perception and try to see your experience from a much higher point of view or even from another's point of view. So many of you, I'm sorry, yes, so many of you are quick to judge another's experience because of your understanding of life. And in that concept, you want to start to focus on how often you do that how often you judge another's experience by what you think is right, what you think is wrong, and who you think people should be. It's such a limiting state of mind that the human being has created where we feel some right to judge another because maybe we have mastered a certain aspect of the human experience. And yet, if you study yourself, you will realize that there are aspects of this experience that you are good at and aspects of this experience that you have no business even attempting to engage. (laughs) And this is where you can begin to see the ridiculousness of judgment. Hmm. For all you have to do is think of your weaknesses and how you feel when another is judging you on that area of you. And then you will know what you do to another when you judge them, even if you are not in their presence. Energetically, that is what you do. Energetically, you add a dose of that level of consciousness to their field. You inject it into their energy by allowing yourself to take you there. And then, my friends, the most important part of all of this is that what you is that is what you bring into your experience the judgments the judgments of others and no one on this earth has any right to judge anyone we don't care how far you've taken your education in the law 
the law that you refer to is man-made. And we, we commit to this idea that there is no man on earth that has the right to judge another man. No woman on earth that has the right to judge another woman. No human being on the earth that has the right to judge any other creature on the earth. It is a tremendous hurdle that the human experience looks to overcome through this transitional moment in history. We speak often about this being a time of a shift, a time of elevation of consciousness, elevating the frequency that the human being experiences on the earth plane. We speak of this shift often. And what we do when we engage you like this is bring to the surface of your conscious awareness the areas of the human being that are limiting, that are dense, low-frequency energies that if enough people detach from can assist in elevating the collective consciousness. And so you sit there individually and say, well, what is that all about anyway? Why would I want to assist in the elevation of this collective consciousness? What is this collective consciousness? How is it affecting my individual life? And how am I going to benefit from it? And those are perfect, perfect questions, perfect questions. Those are the exact questions you want to ask. Those are the answers you want to find. And we will help you along that journey we will give you some insight into the idea that the collective consciousness is the accumulation of energies of each and every individual on the earth plane. It is the collective experience. If you can see the ethereal cord that comes from your individual essence, that feeds the collective energy of this human experience, you can begin to visualize what it is we are speaking of. See a pool of energy hovering just out or just above the earth, just outside of your human vision. And then see the cord that stems from you, that rises above the human experiences and dumps your collective perceptions into this collective pool. I'm sorry, dumps your individual perceptions into this collective pool of consciousness. And then think that this is a two-way street that not only do you feed your individual experiences to this collective, but this collective can serve you as well. That you each can benefit from one another's experiences when you begin to understand that this is available to you, that that is the purpose of these channels, that that is the purpose of the elevation of the frequency of the collective consciousness. For the more of you there in the physical experience that begin to wake up to this idea that we can work with spirit, that these perceived separate experiences, the physical experience and the spiritual experience, are meant to be separate, when that perception shifts, then this entire human experience will shift in a way that will allow every human being to feel more entitled to be free. Now, you all know that that's what's been stirring in these past few years. That's what's been stirring inside each of you. That's what the soul is stirring up in the human experience. The desire to be free, that sense of entitlement to be free, You all 
have been watching it, these revolutions in the world. These are the examples of what we speak of. That is the collective soul saying, it's time to be free. And if you've been following that, then you realize that it started with a few. And then the momentum began to build. People began to share their experiences, share their desire to be free. And more and more people started to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm the same as that other person. I'm equally entitled to that freedom. We, as a community, are equally entitled to the freedoms of other communities on the globe. It truly is what is occurring right now in this moment. And each of you are affecting it by believing that you're entitled to be free. Because that belief then gets fed to that collective consciousness and those that are feeling oppressed begin to tap into that sense of entitlement to be free. And they begin to feel entitled to be free where previously they did not. Previously they believed what they were told, that they were servants or in servitude to whatever governments or institutions were impressing them. So realize the benefit. It comes in many different forms. It comes in magnificent ways that assist whole communities. And then, my friends, it truly does begin to come individually begin to show up in your life, those opportunities, those opportunities to be free. (laughs) They might not present themselves as opportunities, or at least they may not be perceived as that through the human interpretation of the experience. But my friends, when a job gets so uncomfortable you can't stand to get up out of bed in the morning, That is your cue that it's an opportunity to shift. When a relationship becomes so uncomfortable you don't want to be in it anymore, honor it as an opportunity to be free from something that no longer serves you. Do not look at life as I'm sorry, do not look at life's challenges as punishments, but rather opportunities. This is the way you shift, the way you move about the earth. Regarding the challenge we were speaking of earlier, there it is, right there in front of you. When life begins to get uncomfortable, you have the opportunity to choose how you're going to perceive that experience that's making you uncomfortable. Are you going to say, uh, why me, poor me, why is life punishing me? Or can you find it in you to say, I am not going to look at it that way. This time I'm going to do it differently. This time I am truly going to give myself the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give my higher self the benefit of the doubt, and I am going to believe that if this situation is so uncomfortable, there must be a part of me, that soulful part of me that knows that this is not where my energy is best spent. That if I can find it in me to believe that, if I can create a faith in that, I can let go of this that no longer serves me. And I can know that something much more magnificent, can then come forward when I am not giving all of my energy over to that hmm, low-frequency interpretation of what is occurring. I can then tap into that high-frequency 
awareness that is available to me in the collective consciousness. That, that came from others that chose the different path and created the higher expression of that same situation. So many of you have so similar situations. It is always about how we move through our experience that defines the energy we add to the collective. So we can know that there are most certainly other people on this planet having the same or similar experiences as us. And some of them are choosing the higher road. Some of them are choosing to live by faith, to live in the moment knowing that if this situation is so uncomfortable to my insides, to the part of me that knows me, then there must be something other than this I can engage and that inspirational interpretation of life has been added to this collective consciousness and is available to each one of you. But you must choose to tap into it. You must believe it is available to you. And in the moment of doubt, you must say, hmm, I remember this challenge and I am not going to doubt. I'm going to give this a try and I'm going to ask my higher self, my guardians, my guides, and my angels to bring forth some insight, some sign, some signal, some sense of knowing that will give me a confirmation that there really is something to this. That when I really choose to pull myself away from the negative interpretation of my experience, I can find a positive energy to build upon. And that's the way it will come. It will be a positive energy to build upon. You must remember that. The answer won't just fall right in your lap. You will get a step, a sense of a direction, an insight, a sign, a signal that you are then asked to act upon. Ah, yes. Surrender doesn't mean just sitting back and letting it happen. You surrender your sense of control, your sense of certainty and your logical interpretation of what is occurring, and then the insight comes. And then you have to decide, do I follow that insight? Do I give my energy over to that experience? Do I let go of this negative interpretation of life? that I have used to define my actions up until now, and do I allow myself to take that leap of faith and try something that just seems very different? And what will happen when you do is a confirmation to you that will come through another sign, another signal, another random synchronistic, synchronistic experience that has you saying, wow, this stuff really works. <laughs> oh. It sounds a little too, <laughs> all right, it sounds a little too airy-fairy for some of you more grounded human beings, some of you who feel that you have to be so certain in your logic, so certain in your intellectual understanding of life. And you say, who am I, Moses, to just take myself out into the desert somewhere because I had an inspiration that that the the good would come. Yes, dear friends, that is who you are. Each and every one of you in your own way have that same challenge in your life. Maybe not to go so far as out into the desert, but it will feel like that to you. Because when you take that leap of faith, you usually do it on your own. As far as the human beings around you are concerned, you never do it alone as far as the souls that are there to support you. And that's what you really 
really want to know. And you won't know that until you try it. You see, that's the thing. This is where the engagement, the actions that you must take, affect your experience. You receive the insight. You choose to take the leap of faith, and then you get the response. But if you receive the insight and then you just sit there pondering it, dear friends, well, then you'll just sit there pondering it. And when you ponder long enough, you'll say, well, nothing happened. This doesn't work. But you forgot your part, your role in it, adding your energy to the creation of these miracles you're looking to bring into your life. (laughs) Yes, my friends, it takes... It takes a village. And your village is here in spirit. You may find those certain few, those soulful companions that did incarnate with you to support you on this journey. That will give you a sense of support when you take a leap of faith. But know that they may be there and you will have Twice as many countering them in the physical. Twice as many telling you you're crazy to take that leap of faith. That's not practical. It's not logical. It's not rational. They will be there. They are the ones that love you enough to challenge you to find the real strength in faith. Remember that that all they are doing is asking you to really dig deeper for the faith. They don't they don't really want you to take the leap of faith because if it works, then they may have to consider it themselves and that scares the heck out of them. <laughs> hmm. Think differently, dear friends. That is what we want to say to you. Think differently than what you've been programmed to think. Do not see those that challenge you as your enemies. See them as the souls that came into your life to create opportunities. Ah, isn't that a load, a heavy load to unburden yourself from? For you understand when you interpret someone who's challenging you as an enemy, ooh, that takes you to the anger. Ooh, it takes you to the energy of defensiveness. And you create that wall around you. And you stay there, that heaviness. When all you have to do is shift it in your mind, you would have no idea how big difference in your experience that will have if you are able to be in the midst of an experience with someone you are perceiving as an enemy and you begin to look at them and say thank you for challenging me maybe not out loud to their face but somewhere in your heart you can find it in you to have that kind of awareness and acceptance of the experience And if you cannot find a complete belief in that, it is worth the effort to make the statement. And it is worth the effort to continue to make the statement until the energy of the statement shifts the way you are thinking. Repatterning of the mind as we have spoke of previously. Repeat over and over these statements so they become imprinted in your mind so that the next time you have these experiences, there's an option for you already in place. And you won't have to work so hard the next time to believe it. Because the previous experience will have already proved it to you. as long as you have the openness to look for that 
to look for that perception of the experience. Laura, do you mind if I jump in with a question that I have? Yeah, I was just going to say, I have a pause here if you have a question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's divine timing then. Mm -hmm. And I just want to bring this up because you mentioned when you were channeling, they addressed when we have that terrible feeling in our gut that we don't want to get up and go to work, that that's a signal or a sign that we have the opportunity to change and to shift. And it also spoke about our intolerance of the current structures that are in in place and the different systems that we are all a part of. And for lack of a better word, maybe being forced to join, but we can like feel within ourselves that it doesn't necessarily resonate with us. And I think a lot of times when you say to somebody, okay, well, here, when you're feeling that in your stomach and you don't want to get them go to work, like follow your intuition and take a leap of faith and synchronicity will take hold or you don't necessarily have to practice these structures and systems. I think a lot of people take a step back from that and say, well, if we didn't follow these systems and everybody didn't go up, wake up every day and go to work, most people don't like their jobs, you would think, you know, and everybody just stopped going, but we'd enter some state of chaos. And I think people think that it's an irrational train of thought to say, well, you know, if you don't enjoy going to work, don't go. And if you don't like this system, don't participate. And I, I really do think it, it brings up fear in people that we'd enter some sort of chaos where we wouldn't be safe or no one would have what we needed because no one was working. Like, can you just, like, address that? Because I think that is a common fear that comes up when you talk about that kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome question, Leah. Perfect. Uh, Dear Leah, (laughs) you tapped into the energy that we are addressing right here. You are perfectly aligned with what it is we want to bring forth here. And so we engage you in this fear and we take it on and we bring to light the idea that this system that is in place right now is in its infancy. If you think of the eons that have been spent on the earth plane and how many generations existed in different ways, And when you think, even in this moment, how many different cultures have how many different systems in place, then you can begin to see the flexibility that you have as a human being creating the society society you exist in. Now, we understand individually it is a daunting idea, a daunting concept to think that you can implement in your own life. We understand that this has to come from a collective effort. And it begins in your sense of entitlement. If you immediately dismiss the idea as irrational and impossible, it will never be. At least not in your life. But you yourself, dear Leah, know that there are people on the earth already existing outside of the framework that you have just defined, that there are small communities popping up in many different countries saying we do not have to give in to the system. We can create our own way of sustaining life here without all of the stress that your system puts on us as soon as we accept it as the way we must be. You see, it is going to take time for you to believe that it can work because you are so imprinted with the idea that this is the way it must be because it is so easy for the human mind to say, well, this is the society I live in, so I must oblige it. But my dear, as a woman, Where would you be if it was a few hundred years ago? What kind of freedoms would you have? Or I'm sorry, what kind of freedoms do you have now that you wouldn't have had had some women not stood up and said, I am entitled to the same as those men? It takes a few to be the example of what can be And when they show 
their true devotion to the truth that they know from within, not that they learned from this society that they grew up in. They begin to bring forth a truth that other people know to be true. So when, when, when people want to defend their right to stay small, to feel enslaved, God willing, you will be given the opportunity to have that experience. But when you choose to believe that it does not have to be this way, as our dear Rosa Parks did, You realize it, dear Leah. You realize that one person can change the way human beings exist here. One person can fight for the freedoms of generations. So what do you choose to do? Give in to the fear and say, this is the life that I'm going to just accept, even though I can't stand it even though I cannot stand the way we treat other people, even though I cannot stand how much of my time is given over to something that doesn't feed me soulfully at all, I'm going to just accept that that's what I'm supposed to do. When it's put to you that way, how irrational does it seem? Which interpretation seems irrational? Existing in enslavement because that's what people told you is what you should be? Or choosing to say, I know, I know better. I feel it inside of me. There has to be another way. Now, of course, not many of you will say this tomorrow and walk out of your jobs and we're not expecting that. The effort we make here is to help you begin to believe that it's possible. Because once you begin to believe it's possible, life begins to show you ways that it's possible. Opportunities. But again, it comes down to the leap of faith. Will you take action when the opportunity becomes available to you? When that subtle inclination from inside of you to do something a little different comes, will you dismiss it because it's impractical, impractical, or will you give yourself an opportunity to see, if I do this, maybe something can be different. Small steps. If you can't jump in with both feet, don't, but take small steps. Small steps come first in the mind. So work with your fears. On a daily basis, work with that fear that says, I have to live enslaved to the society that already exists. On a daily basis, repeat to yourself, I was born free. I am meant to be free. I am a free energy of love and integrity, and I look to create a life from that part of me. Begin there to shift the way you view life. And over time, you will find that you're going to begin to believe that. And when you start to believe it, then the energy is there to work with. So no, dear Leah, you are absolutely right. People cannot just hear this channel, turn around, and walk away. At least not many. Not many have that oomph, I don't know how to say it, that, that, that strength, that faith to really just feel the truth, know it to be true, and follow it. It usually has to come in waves for most human beings because the imprinting is deep, it's dense. We're so affected by the belief systems of those who lived before us, we are so affected by the fearful interpretations that those that control us want us to believe, that those that have created the system, those that are benefiting from the system, which are not many, 
steps, my friends, steps. That's what we ask of each of you. Work within your own mind first. Do not step forth until you find that faith firmly planted in your belief of this experience. All right, Leah, what do you say to that? Well, I actually really love the part where they said when you begin to believe it is possible, life starts to show you that it is possible, like that it will shift in reflection of what you believe. Like it really addresses like the power of our minds to manifest a reality. And I think I really wanted to touch on that topic that people who need this concrete answer to if this system doesn't work, then I need to know what the system is we're moving into for them to allow themselves to be free of that need for a concrete answer and just know that there is a better way of doing things. And as you believe that there's possibilities for that to happen, the way that it can happen will show itself and that we don't necessarily know the way yet, but as we believe that it's possible, it will show itself to us. And I think that was like such a beautiful thing to pull in to people who feel themselves needing an answer in order for there to be change. You know what I mean? Oh, I got a, I got a channel. Ah, yes, Leah, you are really feeling the truth of this. You are really recognizing how available to spirit we are in our awareness. How, as you've said, when people say, it cannot be. It will not be. But if we have the inclination to believe, then we have opened the door for spirit to show us how. You must think back. Think back to times where we walked among the earth plane and we looked up at the sky wondering, what would it be like to fly? Well, we could never possibly know that because we're not birds and we don't have wings, right? <laughs> at least that's what so many thought for so long, isn't it, Leah? Isn't it? Until somebody said, well, maybe we can. Ah, and when they said, I want to learn to fly, I think we can do it. The inspirations came, the insight came, and they were given the tools to figure it out, to use the mind then to support the insight that came from spirit. You see, the concrete answers that you want... You want them to come from your logical mind, but your logical mind is meant to support the spiritual insight you get from your higher self. And you cannot receive that insight if you are so certain that you can't. Do you see that? Do you see how you have to open the door by believing something else is possible without knowing what it is? Who would have thought? A piece of metal could hold hundreds of people flying above the earth. Who? In the early, early stages of this earth, who would have believed that possible, Leah? That is our truth. It is all possible. We are evolving. And we must learn from history that it is those that didn't accept the status quo that created newness in this experience. And so you want to counter those people that tell you that this isn't real with that thought. With the idea that all the brilliant minds had to be open to receive the insight to create all of these wonderful experiences we are now allowed to benefit from. But we're not done why do we think we're done? Why do we think that we have created a society and a system that needs to remain in place when it is so diseased? Let's expand. Let's build upon what we already have in a positive way. Not stay stuck here. Let's evolve. Let's grow together as a community. Because if one person, if one individual, such as Rosa Parks, Einstein, Da Vinci, 
can open their minds and create changes in the way that they did. Imagine if we join together what we can create. Imagine if enough of us say, this is not the system I want to hand down to my children. I do not want my children and my grandchildren to feel enslaved to this system. And I am willing to be a part of a collective effort to change it. What can stop us? What can stop that collective intention? Only fear. Only fear of the unknown. Which is exactly what faith can counter. And so there you have it in black and white. Very easy for you to understand. Now what do you do with that? Do you really stay small after we have made it so clear Can you really say that you're here in this time in history so uncomfortable with the way things are and you're just going to accept that? Or are you going to take your your role in this life seriously? Everybody listening now is here for a purpose, for this purpose. Don't shirk away. Don't think this is for others and not for you. If you are listening to this, This is your soul calling you out right now, saying, do not accept enslavement. Be a part of the change. Create an environment that if reincarnation is real, you want to come back to. Redesign the human experience so that your children, your grandchildren, and you can experience a life that you love. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I resonate with that so much. I have to tell you that I've been feeling in my bones lately, screaming at me that there needs to be a change and that the systems at hand aren't functioning the way that I think elevated consciousness can. And how? And Leah, I, I want to say like- I don't think you're alone in that. Right? And I feel like, to me, it seems so foreign when I have the thought that I'm born a soul on earth and subject to a system put in place in history as I'm born into it and forced to be a part of it. But I feel like I deserve the right to say, you know what, I was born free. Like the channel said, I was born free. I'm a soul of earth. And I can choose a system that works for me. I'm not born into your system that you've created in history that now you cast upon me because you made it. And I, you, the general you of whoever is participating yeah, yeah. in it. But it's so amazing because I really have felt that so profoundly lately. So it's so inspiring to hear this channel come through and really say to every person that hears this, you're not just a little nobody on earth. You really are one of the sacred souls who has the capability to join in consciousness and create the shift to change and make this environment one you want to return to if that was something that you believe in or just to think of it that way, you know? Right. Yeah, Leah. And you know, you absolutely know you are not alone. Right. I think that is uh, an important part of it. Is if so many people are feeling that, then we need to support each other in that. Right, which would move into the notion of creating connections and establishing. I actually do believe the last channel said every week get together in groups to unite and share your conscious journey and how you experience the challenge and to build each other up in these conscious energies. Well, and it's so importantly, absolutely right, absolutely, because what they said, what did they say? That, yeah, there'll be, there might be one or two people there to support you in your faith, but they'll be double that trying to counter you with their fear, trying to tell you, no, you can't do that. And I love what they said, that they don't want you to do it because then they might have to do it themselves, and they're fearful of that. And so the ones that are saying, no, no life can't change, it has to be this way, are the ones that can't find the faith, that are the ones that are so in fear and, and, and the ones that don't feel entitled to be free. Right. Yeah. And they also said that those are the ones that love you so much they're willing to test your faith. Just want to yeah. throw that in there. Yeah, because you're right. Because oftentimes yep. 
and want to hold grudges or be upset with people for how they trigger us or whatever it may be that causes us to move into anger or disconnect with somebody. But if you allow yourself to see that people who test you or trigger you love you on a soul level and are helping you find strength in your belief or strength in your practice or strength in whatever it is. And that love I wanted to address too. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. I think they're going to, is that all right? We have time. How are we? Can I see? Yeah, I'm going to let them just... Um, just a couple minutes if you wanted to close everything out yeah. with the summary. They want to say something about what you were just speaking of. It is oh, important okay. for you to recognize that what you are speaking of is working within your own energy, working within your own field, choosing the frequency that you want to exist in, like you say. When a person is challenging you, you have the opportunity to choose to stay angry in a low-frequency energy or you can choose to love and embrace them as the souls that brought you the opportunity to increase your faith, your forgiveness, your hope, your ability to find acceptance, which are all much higher frequency energies. And of course, the human experience makes it difficult to jump from anger or desperation to joy and love. But, dear friends, neutrality shifts you to come to a place of saying, okay, I may not understand yet what opportunity is being presented to me right here, but I do recognize that somehow, some way, there is an opportunity here, and I'm willing to just hold my space in an energy of non-judgment, so that I don't go to anger or self-deprecation or guilt, shame, vengeance, or any of those low frequencies. I'm willing to hold the space to find something lighter to engage. I'm willing to believe that there is an opportunity here. I just maybe don't see it yet. And maybe I can't find the love for the human being who's challenging me, but I would much rather stay in an energy of neutrality than an energy of anger because the anger will only hurt me. And then you're choosing you. Choose you. You are divine energies of love. And so when you can find your way to a loving interpretation of life, you are bringing yourself back to your center to the core of who you are as the soul that you are. You are realigning with your soul. And when you realign with your soul, you open the door for that part of you to bring in the higher awareness, the more expansive understanding of your experience or a direction that will serve you. But it takes effort, doesn't it? It takes effort to counter the imprinting. It takes effort to counter the pervasive belief systems moving through the collective consciousness. And remember, dear friends, when you make that effort, you are imprinting in the collective consciousness the inclination of a human being to be willing to step away from the old way of being. And that's all we're asking of you, to begin to believe that just that, that you can hold an inclination to be willing to experience something different is enough to assist in this process, is enough to elevate the frequency so that we can move beyond this limiting system and we can begin to feel free. Okay? Perfect. So I just want to close up. Uh, That was a perfect ending to everything. It brought it all together and leaves us with the message of Take the challenge and choose you because at the end of the day, the vibration that you carry within you is for you. Uh, So that was a beautiful closing. Thank you so much, Laura, for sharing with us again. It's always such a blessing to hold this space with you. And Dodie, thank you so much for joining us again. I always love entering into this space with your loving guidance. So thank you both of you for being here with us tonight. It was beautiful. And I want to let everybody know, Oh, I'm sorry. What was that, Dodie? I was just saying it was a beautiful experience. Thank you, Leah. 
Perfect. And just to let everybody know, we will be here same place and same time next month on Friday, April 25th. We look forward to uniting with you then. Have a wonderful night.